When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let me get to my guy, one of the most underrated performers from those late 90s New York Mets, and that's Pat Mahomes. Mm. Pat, how you doing, pal? Ben, how you doing, E? We're doing great. Can I ask you one quick question? Very important. When yes, Al Leiter, when Al Leiter, who I love, when he crapped the bed in game six of the NLCS, and you came in down <laughs> 4 nothing to that mess, and then you just calmly said, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to get a big double play against Walt Weiss. I'm going to give you four scoreless innings, and I'm going to give this offense a chance to come back. Like, what's going through your mind as you went through a situation like that? Well, what was funny was I knew that Al was going to pitch, you know, on short rest, and uh, I had pitched uh, both the games before that. And, you know, and we had some guys that were up that hadn't pitched, like uh, Oral Hershiser, uh, I think uh, Octavio Dotel, and a couple of guys that hadn't pitched in that series. And, um, I was sitting down there with uh, Al Jackson, you know, rest in peace. Um, I was sitting down there talking to him because we'd always get down there early, and I was talking to him. And I was like, hey, uh, who do you think will be the first guy to go in today? And he goes, uh, probably you. And I was like, well, <laughs> we're for real? And at the time, Al was struggling, you know, a couple guys. I hope you got something that I can, uh, you know, can, can, can give them, you know, because I was – I pitched two innings, I think, the day before. And uh, I just, you know, when I went out on the field and you see all those people, you know, cheering and yelling and, and knowing the situation we was in, I was just like, just try to keep us where we are, where we are and hopefully we could uh, come back and maybe take the lead and maybe win that game. Oh, that's awesome, man. I mean, here's the thing. You know, when, when, when I think about you, Pat, I think, obviously, it's your baseball career, but also your kids. And I'm not even talking about the one everybody wants to talk about. Your other son, Graham, plays football at Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. My son is at Brown. Jason Barber is at Brown. So we, we, we share a, 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 a young kid's university right now. How's he doing up there? Hey, he's doing good. You know, he's in the portal right now, and he's he's got a a couple of 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 offers. Uh, I don't know exactly what he's going to do yet. If he's going to go back or if he's going to take one of these offers, but he was just down here with me the last uh, two and a half weeks training and working out with a receivers coach and everything. And we visited a few universities. Uh, Rice being one that was you know very interested. And I right. think they're going to do something and some other so he'll just have to make a big boy decision yeah. and 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 decide some but the funny thing about it i went to the game in columbia uh when they played at columbia yeah and uh his mom was telling me that your 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 son went there yeah no i mean i i, I understand why he's transferring though bat because they they're loaded with wide receivers and so my son had one catch all season long <laughs> which which brings me to a question like raising kids you know, that turn out to be athletes. It's something, obviously, I did. And I, and I wonder, like, did you have a process? Did you think about what you, what they were going to get into? You did everything in high school like I did. But, w- like, what was the process like raising those kids? Well, 
honestly, I knew Patrick uh, was was pretty special from the beginning. At a very a very young age, when he was like four or five, when he was going to the to the to the stadium with me up there at Shea, and and um, you know, I started taking him out on the field and and just watching him and just watching how he observed people in the clubhouse and watching how uh, you know he just you know just took everything in and wasn't afraid so i knew we had a chance so i really started working with him on different stuff never you know putting any pressure on him yeah. just letting him play them all you know um have fun playing them all i i didn't you know i never specialized you know hey you need to play this you need to play that even though it was obvious he was better in in some of the other ones than he was at the other one but he was good in all of them and i just you know started that process and then once he started playing in junior high, he started playing a little football, and uh, that was when he really first started playing football a little bit. And and I would just treat him like 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 he was an athlete, you know. So after the game, I would I would bring him home, you know, and he I tell him go in there and take a shower, and he go shower up, and then he come to the table, and I'd interview him about stuff in the game, you know, oh, get out trying of here. to teach, yeah, trying to teach him how to, you know talk to the media, you wow, know, how to wow. answer the questions, you know, <laughs> this and that, this and that. And I mean, it all was just natural for him. I mean, he just, he just came on. And then I thought football was kind of in the rear mirror. Uh, but, um, we, um, his junior year, he got to be the starting quarterback. He had, he had started the, his freshman sophomore year as a safety and was actually getting recruited as a safety, which made no sense at all. <laughs> and, um, and then he just fell in love with football, and uh, he made a, like I said, another big boy decision to decide whether he was going to uh, go in the, the draft or or he was going to go play football at, at Tech, and he decided to go to Tech, and that's where he went. And as far as the other ones, I just kind of, you know, same kind of process right now. I'm just kind of, I kind of let them do their own thing. Uh, Jackson played basketball. Mm-hmm. Uh, Graham, you know, he got a scholarship to Stephen F. Austin. Graham. You know, he played football, basketball. He gave up baseball like in 10th grade. And then my two girls, you know, they're doing volleyball, softball, you know, basketball. They're doing it all, too. So oh, man, you like I just, me. I just, you... just kind of watch back, give it, sit back and watch. <laughs> hey, you're like me. I got six. You got five. So it's like, yeah, keep, it keeps yeah, you I busy. But, you know, I wonder, I wonder, Pat, because there's always pressure when your dad was a professional athlete. Like, people just expect you to be great. And... It's not. It's not easy. I think for kids because they start to feel it at some point. Like how do how do you how do you manage that side of it? And obviously he came through it. I'm talking about Patrick came through it. But just in general, like what kind of dad were you managing the expectations of your kids? Because everybody had to talk to you about it. Well, Patrick. Well, Patrick. It wasn't that. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, everybody knew I played pro baseball, but he was so good at all of them that he didn't really get a lot a lot of flack. I think a lot of people knew that he was going to play something professionally, yeah. so he didn't really get a lot of flack. Now, after Patrick went off to college and did the things that, you know, he did in his high school career and then was going to Tech and they knew he had, you know, could have been drafted or whatever. He was drafted, but it, he could have went, you know, straight to pro ball. Now, Jackson caught a little bit, you know. <laughs> he caught a little bit about, it wasn't about me more, more so, it was more about, by Patrick, you yeah. know, he, he would get the chance at the at the basketball game. You know, you're not Patrick, this stuff like that. Oh, but mm. but um, it, it seemed like it motivated him. I mean, he he grew a lot. You know, he decided he was going to do 
basketball instead of the other. He played the others too, but he once he got to high school, he said, well, I'm going to play basketball. I want to do something different than y'all. And so he went on, but then once he got out, I mean, either you love it or you don't. So, yeah. you know, he, he, he liked playing basketball. He didn't love basketball. So um, he stopped, you know, pretty quick. And now Graham, he's, he's, he's kind of like Patrick, you know, he's all in, you know, with it from the beginning, but they, he's not really, they don't really talk about him a lot. Now the girls don't have no idea yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking to Pat Mahomes. I'm curious because when I first saw your son play in college and I still think of him this way, I was like, that's Pat Mahomes, son. Cause mm-hmm. I think of you, I grew up watching you pitch. And I envisioned my favorite football team, the Jets, drafting him. And they could have. Instead, they drafted Jamal Adams. Do you think if your son is drafted by the crappy Jets, and they were crappy, (laughs) I have to admit, there was no Andy Reid there. So he wouldn't have had the greatest coaching in the world. How do you think that would have played out, A, the market of New York, and then B, not being surrounded by maybe one of the greatest coaches of all time. I think he would have overcome it and still been great. What's your thoughts on what that kind of alternate universe could have looked like? I think I think he would have been I think he would have been fine eventually. Uh, I think a, a lot of people uh, they kind of overlooked the fact that he got to sit that year and learn from Alex mm-hmm. and and learn how professional quarterbacks went about their business learn how to study, learn how to, to, to do that type of stuff. Yeah, Andy was great. And Andy, you know, him and Andy are a match made in heaven together. Uh, but, you know, Patrick, he still played the same kind of football. I think Andy kind of adapted to his style a little bit more because he saw how he, play, how he played right. in, 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 in college. So, um, you know, Andy with his great mind and, and scheming the plays and Patrick being able to do some of the things that he could do that a lot of people, you know, really don't do or it's, or it's seen as bad habits to do. You know, he can he can do that type of stuff and get away with it. I just think it just worked out great. But, yeah, I think he'd have been all right wherever he went. All right, this is the most important question I got to ask you today. So you're in, the, you're in the booth yes, last weekend watching the game. You see with your arms crossed. You got Jason Kelsey shirtless, chugging beers. Taylor Swift's in there, and I see you just look over your your shoulder. Like, what the hell is wrong with you people? What was going? What was that booth like? I mean, it had to be crazy up there. Well, you know what's crazy is that the people uh, thought that was me, but it wasn't me. I oh, was it actually, wasn't. <laughs> no, I was actually two booths down. But as soon as he started doing that, I, I was looking down and, and I saw him. <laughs> and just so happened, some point in the game. Um, um, I would both happen to be in the bathroom at the same time, and and, I, and I've I've known I've known him I've known him you know for quite some time. Right. Travis Travis is like another son to me, and so I've been around him a lot and everything. And I've been in the booth with Taylor before, and she was very nice and genuine and everything. So I went over there and hung out with him a little bit, you know, after the game after after we had won. I hung out with him a little bit and said hi and all that, but. uh those are some fun guys. I mean, if you think Jason's wild, you ought to see Travis. <laughs> Imagine. What's uh, Tay-Tay like? Taylor Swift. I'm sure you've met her a few times. Yeah, she's nice. Uh, actually, um, very down to earth. I thought, uh, you know, somebody that famous, you know, you you never know how that's going to go. So the first time I met her, I kind of walked up to her to introduce myself. And um, and she said, yeah, I know who you are. I watched uh, that quarterback series. I know. Here's dad, and she thanked thanked uh, me for letting us 
for letting her uh, be in, in the suite that day. And I was like, well, it ain't my suite, but, uh, <laughs> you know, you I'll know take, it, I'll take it's Patrick it. and Brittany's suite, you know. So, uh, I mean, you should, if you want to thank anybody, you should thank them. But she was nice. Uh, took a couple pictures with my wife and um, with my daughter. My daughter happened to be at that game, so it made her day, you know, and everything. But, yeah, she was uh, she's very down-there person. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Yeah, no, it seems like it. I mean, it, obviously, she wouldn't be with Patrick or uh, with a uh, Travis right. and hanging out at football games if she, if she wasn't. You know, your son is—he's already being talked about as potentially the greatest quarterback ever. And I don't know if you saw that coming. I mean, I, I don't know if I did because I didn't follow him that closely at, at Texas Tech. But after he got going, it just seems like—and I heard this word a couple of times this this past week—and it seems right. It just feels inevitable. Right, it feels like no matter what happens or what's going on around him, he's going to find a way. Is, was he always that way? Well, I mean, you, you know how it is. I mean, I don't think nobody saw it coming per se. Saw him having that much uh, success, you know, that early on. You know, because uh, when he hit it, he kind of hit it running, and mm-hmm. and he didn't look back. And of course, you know, he had that big year with the. 50 and 50 and winning the MVP and then you know that builds confidence you know how an athlete is once right. you 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 achieve some some confidence you know it goes a long way into to what you do from here on there if you do it the right way you know if you don't get big-headed if you don't believe start believing everything you hear you know and you keep working and putting the work in then you know good things more and more more than less will happen but uh as far as I, I, ne- I, I don't never see him nervous. I saw him one time. Uh, the one time I ever saw him nervous was was right before halftime of that Bengals game uh, when he uh, when they were trying to go in. They had like eight seconds or something mm-hmm. left, and, and he ended up throwing the ball short to Tyreek, and they got tackled, and he ended up not getting anything. Yeah. And I saw him looking and looked to call a timeout, and I'm like, y'all don't have any timeouts. And, you know, I've never seen him where he didn't know where the situation was. Yeah. You know, because even like in the the 13 second game, you know, when they come it's back the and, and got the, yeah, got that, you know, I'm sitting in the booth and I'll, I'm always looking down there because I know he looks up at me and I'm trying to tell him little stuff, you know, and, 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 you know, during the game and everything. So I always look down. And when they scored, uh, the Bills did, uh, I look right down to the bench right then. And all he did was sit there and put his helmet on. So I was like, okay, we're good, I guess. I mean, you know, <laughs> he had like it wasn't that big of a deal. So, um, you know, he's had a couple of uncharacteristic uh, moments this year, you know, with the offsides and yelling at the, the, the referees and stuff like that. But for the most part, you know, he's, 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 he may be a little excited and, and nervous on the inside, but on the outside, you know, you can't see it. Do you think we're talking to Pat Mahomes? I mean, I'm sitting next to a guy in Tiki who made a decision in the prime of his career, because you were still playing mm-hmm. awesome, Tiki. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't do this anymore, and I respect <laughs> the hell out of it. With your son, do you get this vibe that he wants to do this as 
long as possible like a Tom Brady? Or can you see him five or six years from now being like, man, I've accomplished everything. Uh, I'm done. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I watch Tiki. I watch Tiki all the time. You know, <laughs> you know, he, he's over in New York, and I was a big Cowboy fan, so I watched him all the time. And I know he was in in his prime and and whatever when he decided to stop. Uh, Patrick, um, ever since he, I could remember when he was seven, he would always he would always tell me, you know, I'd go out there and I'd play him in all the different sports, and I wouldn't let up on him. You know, I'd beat him. You know, and 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 it, it would kill him. And he would always tell me, he said, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be better than you in, in everything. I'm going to be better than you. <laughs> so he had that drive, you know, from a long time out. But uh, I definitely think it's going to be hard to get that jersey off of it. Uh, he, he has a, a lot of things I think he has in mind as goals. And, and, and I think Tom kind of gave the blueprint on, on for quarterbacks on how you can play this game a long time and with the rules and all the different stuff. Um I could see him playing, you know, at least another 10, 12 years. So, I mean, you know, without injuries, you know. But, um, sure. yeah, it's going to be hard to get him up. I just couldn't imagine him sitting at home. I mean, he's got to be competitive uh, on something, you know. It's it's in the off season. It's golf. It's, it's basketball. You know, if he's playing checkers, which he wants to beat you. So, I just, I just can't see him sitting at home and just chilling. You yeah. Know? No, I can't see that either. You know, one of the cool things about this game – uh, Pat, is that, you know, these are two black quarterbacks, MVP quarterbacks, because Lamar won one, obviously Pat's won a couple, in, in the championship game, and it highlights the, the lack of of ubiquity. Like, we used to think that you got to be this way to be a quarterback. You got to be, you know, in the pocket, stand up, throw it, you know, look look a certain way. It's different now, and your your son and, and Lamar on the other side of this game are – I mean, they're they're awesome examples because they're just not the same. Yeah, but I mean, they're doing it. I mean, um, yeah, they're they're a big reason for for why it's you know going like it is. You know, you got to get athletic. I mean, guys are more athletic now. The quarterback has to be more athletic. You're not going to be able to just sit back there in, in that pocket. Right now, it's crazy that you, you hear that. You know, we heard that all our lives about it. You know, you know, you had to be a certain way to play the position. And what's crazy about it is when Patrick was 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 started starting his junior year and uh he was doing a lot of stuff that he does now believe it or not you know <laughs> he's throwing balls left-handed yeah, he's yeah. doing no look passes and stuff and i played quarterback you know and i you know i had offers and and stuff to play quarterback at college you know d1 and all that and i played the way they played kind of you know <laughs> that was the way it, i thought you had to play it but i would always sit back after those games and and i'd be sitting back and i would say to myself I go. I don't know if this is going to translate. I don't know if it's going to translate. And then you know he had the big senior year, and then he, he went to Tech, and then he came in right away. You know, after about halfway through the season, started doing the same stuff he was doing in high school and stuff. And I'm still sitting there going, "Is this going to translate to the NFL?" And then once, he, once he started doing it up there, you know, I was like, "Okay, well maybe he knows what he's doing, so maybe. I'm just going to leave it alone." Right. You know? I think you said it right earlier pat is that andy reed adapted to him we, we were having this conversation earlier the best coaches don't try to fit players into their mold they just look at what they do best and then they create systems around that right that's that's how you become successful oh what, what was crazy about it because I, I i visited uh, you know looking at it back looking back i i do it i envision it as my career when i came up you know i did a lot of 
I had a lot of stuff that you weren't supposed to do, and I did all the time. And I mm-hmm. had a manager, uh, Tom Kelly, at the time that he didn't really go for that. He's more of an old school manager, you know, and he didn't want you talking trash or doing this <laughs> and that. And, you know, that's all I'd ever known. You know, coming up through the minor leagues, I had the same manager every year. He pretty much let me do, you know, what I did and everything. And 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 I struggled. You know, I struggled a lot at first. You know, uh, I had a good year in 94. But then when I got with the Mets and I got with Bobby Valentine, <laughs> which was, you know, a lot of, uh, I guess, former players of his didn't really like him. Me and him <laughs> fit like a glove. So, you know, it was like I was able to get all of my ability out because I knew that guy had confidence in me and that he was going to, yeah, he knew I was going to make some mistakes, you know, here or there. But he wasn't going to try to change me. He was going to let me go out and do what I did. And, and that makes a big difference in an athlete's, uh, you know, confidence. You know, um, knowing that you're going out there and, and your manager believes in you or your, or your play, play caller believes in you and believes you can do all these things, then you're going to go out there and try that much harder to prove him right. Mm. We're talking to Pat Mahomes. So you're going to be in Baltimore, I assume. Another suite. Will you be in the suite with those crazies for this game or a different suite? Uh, uh, I hope not, but <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. No, Travis Norman has his own thing, and uh, and uh, Patrick has his own own deal too. So, but you know, I imagine if if Taylor wants her own Swift, I think she got her own suite. She got her own the money to, to get whatever <laughs> one she wants. Yeah, she's good. <laughs> yeah, you don't need to worry about her. Well, good luck. Enjoy the game. Right. I'm rooting for you. Tiki's not, by the way. Tiki's rooting for the Ravens. Stop it. Well, you are. Are you not? I just kinda, you could be honest well, with that. That's all right, you know. I just kind of yeah, like, like Lamar's journey. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's all right. It's all right. By the, the way, game. I have no dog I mean, in the I fight either way. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. I can't wait to see how it turns out. I know he's going to be ready to go. I know Lamar's going to be ready right. to go, and and uh, it's, it's going to be a great game. At least the weather will be a little bit warmer. Yeah, it's true. And by the way, I I want to keep an eye on Graham to see where he lands up because he had a hell of a season last year: five hundred and forty so yards and six or so touchdowns. Right, he can be an asset somewhere, so I'll keep an eye on where he ends up. All right, then. Sounds good. Thank Take you, care, Pat. Pat. I appreciate it. Good chatting with you. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes Sr., the yes. father of Patrick Mahomes. He.